This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hi, guys. Welcome into the last mock draft. This is our seventh mock Baker draft Mayfield, that we have put together here at the OBR. The and, um, select. you know, we stepped Baker up our Mayfield. draft coverage this year going into the year uh, early before the season. I said that I wanted to add the guy that I thought would be the best for year-round coverage. who's already doing it anyway. And, um, you know, my idea was to bring Stephen Thomas into the pool because I think he does it better than anybody. And I'm, I'm really excited about what we've done this year. He's led the way. I have been just a guy on the side who sometimes steers the bus and pulls up the YouTube channel so he can uh, talk about all the mocks he's done, the players he knows. He's taught me about a lot of guys this year, and um, he'll do that every year. And I think that's a big part of what we do at the OBR. So I'm going to welcome Steve in and, and uh, remind you how good he is at what he does and how lucky we are to have him. Steve, how are you? Well, it's, those are very kind words, and they're very appreciated. Uh, whether, whether or not I deserve them or not, they are appreciated. Thanks. It's been a blast. I hope everybody reading and listening has found at least some value, even if the value is to tell me that I'm stupid. That's value, too. So um, I appreciate everybody being here for this ride. I, I'm so excited to finally get some answers tomorrow night. We're pumped. It's it's. Listen, I think the thing that's unique, Steve, is that you do more work on this than anybody. I don't see anybody in the Cleveland fold doing daily mock drafts with explanations of players and thought processes and stuff. And that matters because you then know people, you know, the, the, the names that are invested. And if Browns fans have followed along closely enough with us, uh, they have an idea of these people just like you do because of your insights. And that's invaluable that nobody else is doing that. And uh, that's a big part of what we do here. One of the most important things we do, because this is, a, it's, we know this is a holiday in Cleveland. This is, <laughs> this is the biggest. Is even when they're picked twenty six, it's a holiday. We love the draft. It will no matter. I think if the Browns win five straight Super Bowls, people are still going to love the draft. It is embedded in our DNA for too long, and we will always care about it more than anyone else. So that part of it is cool, and we're going to continue to bring you that coverage. We've given you seven live mock draft shows. I hope they've been good for you. We probably should have only done five because this thing should have happened two stinking weeks ago, but. Here we are, laboring along. We are going to, as you see on the screen in front of you, have a mock draft. Not, geez, I can't even talk anymore. We have a live draft show, believe it or not, during this real NFL draft starting tomorrow. Steve and I will be the people with you for the majority of the time. We're just going to be hanging out, talking about picks, talking about theories, how guys fit in on teams, how that pertains to the Browns. Oh, they're on the Browns' schedule. Here's some things about those teams that are interesting. <clears throat> if you're burnout on watching – ESPN or NFL Network, and you just want to come hang out with us, the chat room will be open. We will be taking questions. We will be taking comments. We're going to do all of it. Uh, we're going to do the full first round because it's the most fun endeavor there is. Whether the Browns pick or the Browns trade out, who knows? We're going to be here the whole time. And then we'll come for a couple hours uh, and maybe extend it a little bit if if they end up making a trade or moving back from 91 or whatever. Maybe they come up into the late third round and find somebody they want at the end of the third round too. Who knows what they do? We'll be here for as much of it as we can within reason. We will probably not be here Saturday unless something crazy happens. Maybe we'll go live for just a minute, but 
uh, yeah, we're going to we're going to knock out the early stuff. So it starts at 730 both nights. And we really hope you guys can join us and just hang out. And, and uh, it's kind of like an OBR social. So we couldn't be up there live, but but this is the best we can do. And if you're hanging out at home, which, in my opinion, the draft experience is the ultimate at home event. In my opinion, you can get some food. You can hang out. You can talk with your, your friends about this stuff. Um, and I think it, I think it could be a lot of fun. So we're excited about it today. We are going to do something that is a little different. We are going to, Stephen and myself are going to do a mock draft of our own, which we'll talk through. And then um, we will also be running one. Steve will be running one that you guys get to vote on. So, for example, this comes up. We'll give you a list of four players, and then we will give you a countdown clock to, to comment your pick. It's not going to be a perfect science. I'm not going to sit here and write down on a notebook every single pick or every single vote, I'm going to look through the comments with Steve. We're going to kind of tally them up, and we'll pick the one that has the most comments on that player. So you have a 30-second window. We'll start it, stop it. You can, you know, if you don't get your pick in that 30 seconds, we're not going to really pay attention to it. But the goal is to give you guys a chance in that 30-second spot to, to vote for who you want to be picked, and, you know, we'll see if it's a, a worthwhile endeavor. We're trying different things. We've done a three-person mock before. We've done – three individual mocks. We're going to do a fan one here because we want to get you guys involved. Unfortunately, YouTube does not have a, um, you know, they don't have a, a poll we can run simultaneously in the comments. It kind of right. stinks, but we'll do the best we can. I think this can be a lot of fun. So we are going to get, get this thing going and I'll put up our stream first. So we will go through our mock first, Steve, and we'll, we'll make a pick. So let's add it to the yeah. stream. Uh, the first two picks were made. Uh, I think those are almost set in stone at this point. So let's uh, let's roll it, man. Man, that Mac Jones pick, that's going to be the most interesting start to the day. I think three and five are the most fascinating picks to me. With the Bengals three and four, doing. too, yeah. Because uh, yeah. I think the Falcons hold the key to three or four separate trade-up possibilities behind them. Uh, if they take pits then it eliminates you know so and so and so and so trading up if they take a quarterback then it changes that and the patriots mm -hmm. might trade up to seven and so i think i think um the falcons are the first big fulcrum pick of of the first round and you I mean as browns fans you might think that's 22 picks away it, it does affect some of the teams teams in the teens that we might have an interest in trading up for should somebody fall so it is something we're going to have to pay attention to even at 26. Yeah, there, and this has gone interestingly so far for us. I mean, we all expect J.C. Horn. To, I don't expect Steve. I would be pretty surprised if he lasts past 12. Yeah. I just think that, that Giants, between the Cowboys, Giants, Eagles, it is, um, it's it's an area, even 13 to the Chargers, I guess. You could throw them in too. If, if Sertan and Horn get past those points, I'll be pretty surprised. In this mock, linebacker, it's the return of the linebacker here today. We, this is the earliest I have seen Jamin Davis and Zayvon Collins both leave the board. They go to Arizona and Las Vegas, respectively. So um, they have Owusu Koromoa as, as the 30th player on their board. So They did make a couple changes here in the last 24 hours, which are interesting. Yeah, They sure did. We'll keep it going for a couple more picks. Now, here's where it gets interesting to me. If you're looking, if you're a person who talks about the cornerbacks – you know, we talk we talk about this stuff pretty pretty religiously about how they they really need another outside corner at some point. If if Washington moves up, they go after a quarterback some various point, or or in any way move up. Whoever goes to nineteen, I I would not be surprised if if the trade up thing happened. 
which, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't think is going to happen. You would want to get out in front of Chicago, Indy, because Chicago just cuts just cut Kyle Fuller. Indy short on cornerback depth. Tennessee has no cornerback depth whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Both uh, all three of those teams are the the teams that would be most interested in the corner. So if you're sitting in this situation, you really like Greg Newsom to the point that you want to move up for Greg Newsom. Um, <clears throat> then yeah, you're you're going to have to do that. L- listen, somebody just commented, uh, Aaron, uh, who's always good for a hilarious comment uh, about Farley scaring more and more. Like I. I don't think he's a round one guy. I mean, I think the thing about him not wanting to be at the draft because of COVID, like I think he probably, I don't know, worse, I, maybe he did have COVID. I don't know, but it's like there's a lot of stuff coming out about him falling out of the first round potentially, and it's like that guy's tape is top 10 tape, Steve. You know mm, this. Easily, easily. And if he's there at 26, guys, there's a reason he's there. Do you want right. to be the team that takes that player with not just nagging injuries like Newsom has had some some just kind of nagging injuries. Like Farley's got real problems here. A back injury is a real problem. So I don't know. I just don't, I can't see them take, maybe they do though, Steve. Maybe they're like, you know, we got a chance to get a top 12 talent in the draft and we're playing the long game with this guy. I don't know. We don't know what they'll do at 26, but what we do know from past is that they don't risk injury type of players very often, especially ones with serious injury risks. Right, and uh, the thing, I, I normally I would be like, okay, you know, these guys, I mean, don't take them completely off the board, but put them in the unlikely category. But then Lane drops a few things over the last couple of weeks that they've done a lot of work on Farley and Phillips in the same. Yes. So I now that doesn't necessarily mean, you know, they do a lot of work on a lot of people, obviously, especially the first round guys, but... Lane knows stuff. And when he says stuff that, you know, don't take them completely off your board, you know, I mean, not those exact words, but basically hinting that you shouldn't do that. Then I go, okay, well, you know, I, I still have serious concerns and I have no idea what they're going to do with either of those guys. If they, if they think it's worth the risk at 26. Um, but I, I also don't think we can completely rule them out uh, for those of us out here in Fanland. All right. Well, let's keep going. This is again, just drawing everyone's attention to, <coughs> Oh, that came out of nowhere. Drawing everyone's attention to 2021-22 as a hot spot for cornerbacks that could go in a run there. So just be forewarned. We will resume the draft. Boy, Justin Fields falls to 20. That would be something. He would end up going lower than Dwayne Haskins, right? Would Haskins go 17? Yes, 16, 17, something like that. Yeah. Wow. I, I don't get to see it. that. But there goes Newsom. The information, you know? Exactly. Yeah, I know. I'm with you. Newsom goes 21. Um, I'm going to – I'll come back to the trade offer, so I want to look at who's gone in front of us here. A popular pick there, Stravon Merrigan, the, the Jags at 25. I've noticed that one keeps happening in a lot of – even in a all 32 user draft I did, he went 25. So um, Tevin Jenkins, who I think would be a pick that Pittsburgh would be interested in, goes at 22. Greg Newsom, who we talked about in that three-team run, ends up going 21. Uh, Jalen Phillips off the board. I Listen. I think Najee Harris is a fine player, but I love Pittsburgh taking him there. Just doesn't scare me enough. Take him. Fine. Run it. Um, Okay. So now we're up. And there are a lot of names here that are, Mm. this is, this is very realistic. This is, there are a lot of names here that I would be fine with them taking. Yeah. They've got a lot of options. Yeah. Let me go through my guys. I'd be fine taking here. And then you tell me who you're fine taking. We'll see if we can meet a middle ground. Uh, I am. I am lukewarm on Christian Barmore. The, the reports that have come out about the coachability stuff, take that for a grain of salt. He's got the ability to rush the passer 
I think there are effort problems sometimes, and I think that the run game stuff is a deficiency in his game. So I'm not crazy about Barmore at, at 26. I'm just not. I think he can be an okay player, but like I like some guys more. I like Aziz, even with the knee stuff we saw tweeted out the other day. I like Elijah Moore a ton. He's my fourth best receiver in this class behind the big three. We know how I feel about Caleb Farley. Like him. Just does he pass the bill? I like Joe Tryon. We have had this conversation in the OBR discussions about 2019 tape was very promising. People were expecting 2020 to be what pushed him into the first round. Misses 2020, so it's a big projection. Then the two others at the bottom here I really like. I'm I'm a JOK homer. I'm not even a, a domer like you are. I, I think I probably sound like a Notre Dame honk at this point, man. I, I play an NCAA 14 dynasty because I'm a loser with a bunch of friends, and I have Notre Dame, but I'm not a huge Notre Dame fan. I love JOK, though. I just – I just think he's a fun player in your defense, man. And I think he can be a vital part of what you have to do to stop some really, really good AFC, not just North teams, but teams that are serious in this conference. So I like Joe Ken. I like Bateman. I have my eye on probably five guys right there. Who are you most into? I would agree uh, uh, with Barmore. Um, I'm unashamedly an Aziz fan. Uh, Mm -hmm. If they want to go edge, um, uh, I'm with you on Elijah Moore uh, and Rashad Bateman. They both see. There's two separate questions here. Uh, there is are, is a guy worthy of the 26 pick in a vacuum? Yeah, there's about eight guys there that are, that are. Is he the right pick and the best value for this team at this time? That's a totally separate and far more nuanced question. So as much as I love Moore and as much as I love Bateman, I think if these defensive guys are on the board, my guess is they will lean. Uh, towards either one of the edges. Uh, I, I've seen Stokes sneaking back into the first round uh, a few mm-hmm. times, but at this moment, based on the nuggets that we've heard come from Lane and some other places and just general value and what Joe Woods said, reiterated last week in his presser about wanting to play more dime, more dime, more dime. I just think JOK, uh, who is not a linebacker, uh, I uh. just I think JOK <laughs> is the guy here. Um, I love be, him, man. I that love would be him. my pick, and it's and it's going to be a Twitter will be a hellscape if he's the pick <laughs> because he's listed as a linebacker. Okay, but he's a linebacker oh, in name only. We all know that. So um, would I, I think he's so good? Oh, I just he think he's so good. He Let's I'm look at our trades worried. too. We'd be, I'm a little be worried about. Let me ask you about this because you and I haven't talked about this. I'm a little worried about his missed tackle rate. Uh, because he tends to go for the highlight real hit. Yeah, I, yeah, as a Notre Dame fan, I watch that. And he, he completes a lot of them. I mean, the guy's got some some really big hits that are, that are fun to watch as yeah. a fan. But there's a lot of times we're dropping that shoulder, especially in the NFL. These other guys are just as big as you, so it's not going to work. So where do you fall on that? See, what I where I fall is not and, and is that not all I did this with Grant Delpit last year where not all missed tackles are created equal right um where like if you go up and you try to lower the boom on a guy on a swing route or a, a tunnel screen or something along those lines and you slow him down you get a shoulder into him, maybe you don't bring him down but somebody's there right after you right. to bring him down that's different than in the open field you know I think what I see with JOK is when he knows he's on an island maybe a guy recognizes he's coming you know, sometimes he, you watch his highlights and he's like showing up and like, boom, like right when the ball arrives. And right. I think smart. what I, 
yeah, I think what I notice is when he knows he has to get a guy to the ground because situation dictates it or a spacing situation where he knows like, hey, man, I'm on an island here. And he's playing forward and he knows he's going into situations where if I don't, if I, the risk reward is I, I light this guy up and he fumbles, I'm going to go for right. it. Right. Well, if I maybe miss him, I, I know I got scraped guys coming behind me. What I like about him is he kind of has that calculated measurable thing where he's in open space, a, a ball a running back catches a ball in the flat, whatever. I think he's good. He's good enough in those situations that he knows he can't do those crazy things and throttles down and makes a play. Like that's what I like about him is that like, I'm not saying he's Tyron Matthew, but I like comparing people to the thought process that Badger has where he knows the right times to go for big hits because that can create a fumble. And a little bit of Hamsa has that too, I think. Um, Nasir Ladin, I know you, you and I have talked about a little bit, but like, there's a time and place where you can go for big hits. Right. And I think he'll learn in the NFL to find balance with that so the missed tackle rate goes back down to a normal level. Um, I think that what I noticed with Grant Delpit last year was his inability to break down at the right time, and that caused him issues on cutback lanes, things like that. I don't notice so much of that with JOK. So – I know it's a little high, but I think the way he plays at Notre Dame, the way he played, uh, gave him some opportunities to lay himself into some situations that ended up being like, okay, he cleans up five tackles out of his missed tackle rate, and it's back down to a normal level. So that's kind of where I'm at. Okay. The other thing to consider here, and this is if you've run through these simulators uh, before, is that what's next? If you go JOK here, if you go hybrid here, you're almost certainly going to have to move up from 59 to get an impact corner. And we know you don't reach for need. We know you don't, that's not what they're going to do, but it is a concern because that corner coverage depth is scary, scary thin. So if you spent, one of the things to consider is if you spend a pick on JOK here, you're almost certainly going to have to spend two picks on, on a corner. If you want one that can come in an impact from day one, is that, is that worth the cost? I, it might be, it might not. That's the question, yep. though, that you have to ask yourself. And it's one of the things, situations that you put yourself in if you go JOK or if you go wide receiver here. That's just something to consider. Yeah, yeah, I'm with it. I, I guess, how do I get those trades to come back up, or am I just screwed now on the trade offers? Um, I think if you put resume the draft, if you click resume the draft, it'll bring them back up. Oh, I could be wrong. I thought I, would, I, thought I could maybe find click them. Trade. I, I clicked. I did, and huh. nothing's there. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're just gone. No, I might have screwed us out of trade down opportunities. I know the Broncos are the first team that came up, um, so I would imagine that the Broncos were. It's got to be forty and trying seventy-one. To give up forty and something else. Yeah. Um. Are you oh, interested 41. in forty and seventy-one? I don't think with this board. I think we've got too many. Viable options here. Yeah, I, th I think we got. I think if they're going to move down in so this too. situation because they've got four or five guys, it would be. You know, we heard rumors today the Saints are looking to jump ahead of Baltimore for a few things. We've heard the Packers are looking to jump ahead of Baltimore for a wide receiver. Uh, Saints were cornerback. Uh, Packers were looking to jump up for a wide receiver. Uh, well, so let's let's look at what Green Bay's willing like that, to do. Okay, yeah, that because then you know, like we listed five guys. Let's, that look, we let's liked. look at what Green Bay's willing to do you know at least a couple of them are still going to be yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, let's uh... – You got to go back. Go to previous. Okay. I got to get out of the previous, yep. Okay, so let's look NFC side, Packers. Uh, so they would give up for our round one, they would give up 62 or 92. 
Um, I, I'm. Would they want to do lot. something like sixty-two for eighty-nine, something like, something like that? I mean, you would move, you would advance your pick eighty-nine all the way up to sixty-two. Um, you know, is that something you're interested in to just let a team come three picks, or is that too much to give up? You trying to gain an extra pick, or are you trying to advance your other pick? I think that's, that's, that's. I mean, that's. I mean, because you have Baltimore. Baltimore's Baltimore's not taking, like Baltimore's not taking JOK. The Saints, maybe, but I think the Saints have bigger issues than what JOK offers them. Yeah, so, I think the Saints should be trading down, not up, personally. But um, that's just what we heard today. I don't know. That's not bad. I mean, I think if they're going to move down, they would try to get something future. But moving down three spots, you're not going to get much. So I think. Yeah, this might be. Yeah, throw in a an extra fifth or something like that. See if they'll see if they'll do one of those one seventies as well. Or yeah, a future does one. Does not seem they yeah, will. Does not look like it. Try a twenty twenty two. Maybe. Get a six next year. Sure, whatever. And move up okay. 17 spots we, in the we, second we got round. A good deal. And get a second. Yeah, there we go. You know, people are talking about the Aziz thing. And I think. All right. So there are two other offers that come in. Patriots are offering 46 96. I think we do too. I, I said something today, and it'll be in tomorrow's <clears throat> daily. Uh, there is a scenario where the Patriots are looking to move up from 46 to us at 26. The only way I'm doing that is if it's if there's a future one or two, but preferably they're including Gilmore or J.C. Jackson in the deal. Then and only then would I consider that because I think in the mid-40s you can still get pretty good wide receiver, pretty good edge, whatever you want to go at, and you've answered the question about immediate uh, starting corner help. But here I would say we just go yep, ahead yep, and yep, let, yep. let's just take JOK. Let's just take him. Okay, I'm fine with it. We're going to take him. All right. All right. All right. So I'm going to take him, and then I'm going to pause it after the first round as Bateman goes to Buffalo. I wish it would pause. Thank you. Okay. Uh, we're going to put Steve's mock up, and he's going to run it for you guys, and we will get it. We will get this up, and then we will vote. All right. right. So what we will do is we will just do our best to narrow down your selections. <clears throat> Is that me? Are you ready? All right, go ahead and okay. run it. Yep. And then we will put up a banner of the players and start a countdown clock and go from there. Man, my internet is limping tonight. Thank you, Spectrum. Uh, okay, so we don't see the run on linebackers. Fields goes to Hoodie, and that is a dangerous proposition. Okay. Devontae Smith being there at 20 is interesting. Uh, for those of you out there, your trade offers are down with the Bills to pick up a sixth, which personally I wouldn't. And then the Broncos with a pretty crappy offer. We could counter there. Um, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll do this. That way we have it in our pocket if if the fans decide they want to do that. So if, you, if you're having trouble seeing, here's the top, uh, what, however many are on the board here. You got Christian Barmore, Aziz Ojolari. 
excuse me, Zabin Collins, uh, Najee Harris, we're not going to look at. Joe Treon, JOK is there again. Trevon Merig, uh, Etienne, we're not going to look at. Eric Stokes and uh, Jason Owe. I think we're going to just limit it to what you can see on the screen here because if you scroll down any further, you're starting to get out of any kind of value range. So don't, don't these, vote early here because we're not we're not starting the vote tally yes. until we do the countdown clock. So I so the say, first option could be a trade down. Right. Do you want to look we'll, at that? We'll leave that option. Yeah. Yes. I mean, we can leave the trade down option. I don't expect us to see many people trading down, but if they wanted to trade in Buffalo, could you get a little more from Buffalo than a sixth? Um, we could try to trade down. We'll leave it that as the option. And then other names here. Again, if you're if you're voting right now, I'm not even looking at it. So yeah, we're not looking. Wait till the, wait till the clock starts. Um, and then we'll do Ojalari. It's got to be JOK. It's got to be in there. Um, all right, we'll do we'll do all these options. We'll do Collins. I know this is going to be crazy for the first round. Zayvon Collins, for you linebacker nutheads out there. Uh, we'll do Tryon. We'll do JOK. As many characters as this will let me fit. You want to throw Stokes and Barmore in there, or well, Tryons are in there too. Uh, we'll put Barmore in there. Okay. And then I don't, I don't think Eric is going to get a lot of votes, but he would be worthy of the pick. Yep. Let's 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 leave him in there. There we go. Okay, I got Barmore, Ojalari, Collins, Tryon, JOK, Merrick. The next best corner is Stokes. In case somebody's corner hunting, we will put Stokes in there too. All right. So this banner is going to scroll across the bottom, as you see here. You can vote for one of these guys. We're going to start a countdown clock here in just a moment. If you have voted already, I am laughing at you because we have not started counting votes. <laughs> this is like, you know, you got to follow instructions. Here we go. I'm going to start the countdown clock, and we're going to disappear because this countdown clock is going to take the screen. Get your vote in. Here we go. Okay, I'm seeing an overwhelming JOK from the public here. Yeah, there's more I don't trade know if you guys down are just thought, but There is. Yeah. There is more trade down. I don't know if you guys are just listening to us. We're a couple losers who just picked that guy. If you guys want him too, I'm okay with it. I see yeah. a lot of, of – there's some trade down, but the overwhelming amount here I see is JOK. I think Actually, so. Actually, there's more trade down than I thought there would be. So did me too. I, I, me too. I thought there One, would be. One, two, three, four. I know five, six – you count JOKs. I'm counting trade down. Seven. Eight. Nine. Ten. If you get more than ten JOKs, then then we're, we'll take him. 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Okay, yeah. got to yeah. take him. Pick him. He's yeah. the pick here. So All right. They, they, the public is just as smart as us. We've trained you well. And then I will pause it. Well. And we're going to uh, go back to, to the board of you and I right now. If you're curious, right. the Ravens took Ojolari right behind us. But yeah, we the, they do it every day. That's fine. I mean, I like Aziz a lot, but you know, okay, they fine. The Browns they're, have really good edges right now too. It's okay. 
they're going to get good players as much as we hate yeah. it. No matter who we pick or don't pick or whatever, the Ravens are going to get good players. In the and they, they also got to figure out the tackle situation too. Like their tackle situation right. is terrible. So I'm not going to forget those guys, losers. All right, here we go. We're going to resume this side. If we see somebody, okay, let me get ahead of myself as usual. Um, guys that we cook Farley goes 34. We could have considered moving up. I, I'm more interested in the 40s than, than the 30s moving up. Right. So we're going to run it, and then we'll talk in the 40s. Right. Miami taking it. That's a good pick. You think Eichenberg could be good for the Bengals? Uh, yeah, I do. I think I think Miles could get around him in pretty regular fashion. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he's it's not like he's terrible or yeah. anything. All right, All right, so now so we got to we got to make some tough choices. There, we're up at pick forty four is up. We are pick fifty nine. There are teams that are hunting edge players. There's an edge we really love under the guideline in Peyton Turner. I I would be okay with going up and getting him at this point. I really really like Peyton Turner. Uh, we like Boogie Basham, but he's of the age issue. We talked we wrote about him this week. You highlighted him as one of the guys if the Browns bent the age. Guardrails is the same with Levi, the name above him here. Guys who are already 23 are about to turn 23 uh, ahead of the guardrail. Other other guys, you know, this is the issue too, Steve. This is worth discussing while we're here. If they do get aggressive and go up and get Peyton Turner, for example, right. they then well, – the good thing for our situation is we're lucky enough to have pick 62. We could still exactly. be in the corner. But if they sat still and didn't have a pick until 89 – and you go get Peyton Turner, and maybe you give up 91 to move right. up to 44, then you're like, okay, now we're at pick 90. We don't have a pick until, you know, you know, we don't have a pick until 89 or whatever, and who knows what corners are available at that point. So That's the benefit. Um, One of the benefits of trading down from 26 is the extra assets that you'll pick up this year, even if it's not a 62 this year, even if you're only picking up a, an extra fourth or, or maybe a late third, comp third, something like that, mm -hmm. it's trade fodder from 59 and yeah. or trade fodder from 89. Because right now I'm sitting here and I'm looking – and with the edges and the corners that I know are iffy in the next 20 picks or so, in my head, I've already traded up from 59 and I've traded up from 62. Yeah. Well, yeah, let's let's do you want to move up here to try to go get Turner or what do you think? I would, would you rather I would be totally happy with that. Okay, let's see what a look uh, what a trade up here can do. We would go ahead and spend I mean the Cowboys would be interested in Turner too. I mean, like they right. need edge help like crazy. Um, but in this hypothetical sense, we could have maybe call, called San Francisco. We would have had more time to map out something better here. But uh, we would offer pick 59, and let's see what else it would take. You know, Does it take pick 91 to get it done? Could you offer them 110 and get it done? In this, I think you offer 110. Are you into that? I, I would offer 110 in a heartbeat, to be honest with you. I don't know if in a real-world situation that would be enough. But it's, it's, Yeah, for outside the top 100, yeah. Um, 
because we're going up 14 spots and still very, very prime real estate here. I mean, just because it's not day one, people go, oh, the guy didn't pick, get picked day one. Who cares? They're yeah. really good freaking football players here. We're still in the top 50. so I'm going to throw in 211 just to spice it up, um, just just to, to give us a sense of realism. Um, that I don't even know if 211 would even matter to them, but I think in this sense it's probably smart to uh, to consider it. Are you okay yeah. with that? Or yeah. Crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, well, for mock like draft purposes, it too. no, for mock draft purposes, if they're willing to take that, maybe the Cowboys want to get out of this pick and they're not getting a better offer. We need to pick some of these guys late to talk about them. So we're going to do that. Uh, we'll just see if they take this straight up, which they do. We are wheeling and dealing. And we are going to take Peyton Turner. We good with that. We like him. 66270. He's every bit as freaky body type as Clowney and Miles and uh, has added to his game. His weight has fluctuated. I should take down that banner. His weight has fluctuated over the course of um, his career as he tried to find a home. I think he's sitting at the, the 270 range and he plays comfortably there. I really like the, the, the promise of his 2020 tape and what he was able to add from a Ben perspective. Uh, he is my preferred player. I like Peyton Turner a ton. Good age. I like Asai, too. Um, you know, I think Rousseau is still there. Asai is still there. I like those guys, too, but uh, I really prefer Peyton Turner personally. And I like and him. he's got the inside-outside versatility similar yep. to Miles and Clowney. Not that he's, yep. you know, those players, but he can play on the edge when Clowney moves inside or Miles moves inside. He can move inside if you want Miles out on the edge. So it gives you it gives Joe Woods even more fun, versatile toys to play with on that defensive line. Yeah, I like it. So we're going to take him, and then we'll run it to pick 62, and we will halt and go back to the other draft. Um, I do think it'll be hard for us to get a fan vote to trade up, so we're just going to make the pick at 59. See, at this point right now, I would be making a move up for Asante Samuel Jr. I wouldn't be taking the chance. I can't pause it. Where's the pause? Pause, pause. Nobody take him. No. All right. Well, should we call it, We call the Cowboys, or – what do you want to do? Keep it running? One I mean, pick? I don't know. I don't know if they would uh, move up again. Did the Cowboys but... take? Uh, did the Cowboys take Sertan early? They did, so they're probably not in the mood to take another corner. Um, the Saints, we could call to move up a couple picks if you want. You want to do that? Or see, here's the other thing. Here's the other thing about it is you look down. We know they've done a ton of work on miners there at the bottom of the page. Mm -hmm. Uh, and people need to mentally prepare themselves that interior offensive line might come a lot sooner than all of us have been talking about for the past couple of months. So you got that, you got Milton Williams. I think there's at least three guys there, probably a couple of more, just if you scroll down a little bit, Jamar Johnson that they like. So at this point they would probably play the odds uh, and see which one of them rolled to them at 62 and just keep those extra assets. Okay. Uh, All right. We'll probably not take that offer, so we're going to move that down. Um, okay, let's go back to yours, okay. and and we'll let you make pick fifty nine, and then we'll we'll come back to this one. All right. All right. So, so we're rolling now. Okay. Add the stream, and it's rolling. We'll see who's up. I will pause it again somewhere in the mid forties. Okay, and we got a trade offer. Um. That's actually a pretty damn good trade offer. 
I can't really see it. What's this? Uh, the Panthers are calling from 39. They want 59, 110, and 256. That, Panthers are calling from what? From what position are they calling? 39. So that's 20 spots for a fourth and a seventh. I, I mean, that's that's almost a no-brainer. Yeah. All right. I'm going yeah. to go up and look. Here's who's left for those of you. This is the fan voting one. Uh, Peyton Turner's still there. Rondale Moore's still there. Um, Creed Humphrey, speaking of interior offensive line. Wyatt Davis still there. Uh, Kelvin Joseph. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of guys. It's a great trade, but to be honest, I was hoping. Yeah, so we missed Terrace Marshall Jr. Uh, by one pick. I don't know. I, 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 I would take it. Let them vote on it. See whoever's there. And, and some people like Rondell Moore. There's some guys that would be interesting there. I think we take it. It's too good to pass up. We're not giving up much to make it happen. Um, all right. Uh, very quick. Don't put up the thing or anything. Guys, just put it. Should we, should we take that trade or should we not take that trade? Yes or no? In the, in the comments. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Just real quick. I'm going to look at like the first six or seven. And if they're yes, then there's one yes. Santi is there is the question someone asked. Santi Samuel's there. He is. I see I see a bunch of takets. I finally see one no. I see a yes, 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 okay, I no. I see a lot of yeses. Yeah, All right, we're going to go ahead yeses. and take it. We're going to go ahead oh, and take it. You guys are active tonight. We uh, have you know 200 what? I'm going to throw. There we You're go. You're getting spicy. You're going to throw in something else from them? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm getting back a future fifth. All right. And it still says it's still pretty green. So. Yeah. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime. Okay, parachute's ready. Boy, the things I go through to get on all on rates as low as 0.99% APR for 60 months on new vehicles with PenFed. You are aware that you don't have to be a military member to save hundreds on your auto loan, aren't you? Anyone can join PenFed. As someone terrified of heights, I probably should have looked into that. Probably. Drop me off at the shore. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash autos or call 1-800-247-5626. Advertised rates available through the PenFed car buying service. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. There we go. Okay. All right. So, so now let's, let's put up who the options will be at this pick. 
I would say um, Rondell Moore, Peyton Turner. Um, it's going to get interesting. Yeah, I mean, by the time you get down to the rest of these, you're, you're talking about, well, I mean, I guess Asante Samuel Jr., he's at 60, but we're, he's, de he's definitely going to be gone by the next time we pick, so I guess you could throw him in there. Um, uh, did I see um, Creed Humphrey in there too? Yeah, Creed Humphrey is in there. Uh, I don't think the running backs are even on the No, there radar. was one more little. We'll put Joseph Asai in there, too. Calvin Joseph. Yeah, well, I think I'm out of I'm out of uh, the ability. We could put Rousseau. Is Rousseau still available? Yeah, I highly doubt he's going to get many votes. He's like a Green Party candidate. <laughs> So okay, okay yeah. that's that's what we'll do. We'll run it with this. I'm going to put this up on the board, save it, and show it. And that is our list of names you can choose from: Rondale, Peyton Turner, Sad Samuel Jr., Creed Humphrey, Joseph Asai, or Gregory Rousseau is French. And if you are voting already, you are not in the count. Don't vote 75 times, <laughs> cheaters. Just vote one time. Like I see Cole Harris keeps voting Rondale, 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 Rondale. Stop. That's cheating. All right. All right, here we go. Please just vote one time for the sake of this thing. It makes it more fun when we can have everybody have a voice. All right, I'm going to start the countdown clock. If I can find it. Enjoy the music. We'll see you shortly. Oh, Sam. <laughs> okay, pause. No more votes. Cole Harris, stop voting it Rondale. Looks right. to me like it's between Rondale and um, Samuel, to be honest. I, I thought it, there it, would be more, more Turners. All right, you count the um, Rondales. I'll, I'll count the Asantes. All right, well, listen, again, this is not – this is like – this is not a perfect vote count, okay? So we'll stop the count, all those cliches you have. We, we're just going to do our best. Sam, your vote only counts once. Okay, I've got 19 Samuels unofficially. I've only got 13 Rondell Moore, so it is it is Asante Samuels. So go ahead and make the pick. All right. I wouldn't hate it at that spot at no, all. Not, I would one, love not it. one bit. I, I, uh, I know. To be honest, I think like, it's I think the thirties, maybe even day one, is far more realistic than sixtieth overall on the board, personally. Mm -hmm. But I, you could also make the those day two corners, that next tier of corners is so much pick your favorite flavor that uh, you could literally put them in any order and and justify it easily. So well, I got bad news on our side as I bring our mock back up. Um let me see here. Is that Asante Samuel went to the Bills right before? So the yes, Bills get did. Rashad. The Bills get Rashad Bateman in the first round. Asante Samuel Jr. in the second round. So a lot of people might be ticked off about that. So fun names that are up for us at sixty-two. 
Jabril Cox, uh, a little old, but, you know, they're looking linebacker. He's 23. Man, if he was a year want. younger, he's, he's the perfect rover if he was a year, year younger. But we did already take JOK, so we would eliminate him from this uh, scenario. Right. They would not double that up. Uh, Jamar Johnson, hell of a football player. Really enjoy him. Uh, Davion Nixon, who people seem to have cooled on in the process. I uh, um, like him. I, I Milton Williams is sitting here. Uh, Elijah Molden is sitting here. Uh, Melifonwu is sitting here. Tyson Campbell is sitting here. And uh, names that are of interest to me. Divine Diablo, I, I like. Maybe a little later, I like him. Mm -hmm. But I like what JOK is kind of, you know. Pete Warner doesn't get talked about enough. He's 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 going to go a little higher than people think. I like Nico Collins. Um, we are not up again until pick 80. No, 91, right? We're pick 91. We gave up 89. So what we have to do is look at what people we definitely think are going to be hot commodities in the next 10 to 15 picks. If I had to put what I wanted, I would probably go in the corner market because there's a couple guys that I like at the top. I mm -hmm. like Elijah Molden, but uh, I like Melifanu, and I like Adebo as well. And uh, Trill Williams is interesting, obviously. Uh, so, and if... And I like Paulson. We've only got one. We would really love to come out of this thing with two solid corners. I would probably vote Melifonwu, even though, man, I listen, I love – I know they need another safety. I've been adamant about that. I do love Jamar Johnson. I do I do love his, his game. I, I like Milton Williams a ton, uh, but we did take Peyton Turner, who kind of overlaps that position, uh, mm -hmm. that inside-outside flex guy. Because I think Minus. we talked about this. Milton Williams could, could be a – uh, Milton Williams could be end up being more edge than interior guy. He's, he's versatile, yeah. Yeah, you know, I don't like looking at. I don't like favoring positions because you're right. They could take Quinn Miners here. They definitely could. They they are. There have been from Lane and people uh, who who we we trust some rumblings about an offensive lineman going a little earlier than we might expect. If they're playing the long game, I get it. Uh, but I also think the long game can meet. The middle sometimes, and I I like I like a fate to Melifonwu here. That's me. Yeah, I like think to. if we had gone corner early, like say Newsom mm -hmm. had fallen and taken him at twenty six, then I think Miners becomes more of a possibility. Um, but at this point, uh, you gotta get you gotta get a corner in 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 the first hundred picks, you know. Um, mm -hmm. and, and you never like to like you said, you never like to force a position, but it, it's value. He's I mean, he's 70-whatever on this board, but he's, you know, 40-something on other boards. So 62 yeah. is a very reasonable place for him. Um, I like Milton Williams quite a bit. Um, yeah, I it, I think it's got to be Melifonwu. I, I like Elijah Molden a lot more than a lot of other people. He was hurt. Everybody keeps talking about the 4-6-2 or whatever it was that he ran. He had a hamstring, you know. I mean... Put on the tape. He, he's, but you know, he's he's a slot only. He's a, he's kind of a slot safety hybrid, and we we've mm -hmm. got JOK to kind of run a lot of that stuff along with Troy Hill. So that would that would push me a little to the outside. So if they're graded similarly, I think I would agree with you and go with Malafonwu here. Okay, we'll take him. Uh, we will let my side run, and then we'll go back to yours right. for the fan vote. Let's look at. We've got – I went to pause it, and we got a uh, – at the start of the third round, here's where we are. We're at pick 65 right now. And 
uh, again, I think I know what these what the vote is going to be. Uh, Sixty five for eighty nine and one thirty two is what they want. Um, I, okay. I don't see. I don't see how we don't take that. I mean, I would try to get. Let me see if I can get another five back. No, or six. No, I can't get anything from the future. Um, Let's uh, yeah. do what we did before, where uh, we'll give like ten seconds and see if you guys like that trade or not. Uh, yeah, sit, otherwise you wouldn't pick until eighty nine. Twenty four spots for the cost of a mid slash late fourth. Yes or no? So yes or no? Running now. Ten. Five. I figured. Yeah. I mean, it's it's almost a no. It it seems unrealistic, but yeah, I don't see how if anything close to this came across, you wouldn't jump at it for the cost of a fourth. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and take it. All right. Now we're picking at 65. Here's what we got. And here's who we've picked so far. Here's who the fans have picked so far. We've got J.O.K. Here's who you and all have picked. Samuel. Yes. If this goes wrong, it's your fault. Not <laughs> it's your fault. Now, if you're thinking about positional distribution here uh, and looking for an edge, there's three guys. Uh, Perkins hasn't got a lot of run in, in Brown's world, but he's still yeah. there, Gregory Rousseau, and Joseph Asai is still there. Uh, so you're looking at the first two guys, Perkins Rousseau, didn't test well, right. um, but but guys who had some production. and um, uh, that's, they're, interesting. You know, Osai, they're interesting for sure. Osai is a test freak. Um, a little, you know, not very refined as a rusher, but a, an all-out yes. effort guy. Very um, young, and, too. And very, very young. So, Osai is an option there. Um, I will list all three of those guys. Give me anyone else you'd like to be on that list. Let's throw, in case anybody wants to keep giving the coverage, let's throw, uh, if you can, uh, Javon Holland and or Jamar Johnson in there. Um, okay. Milton, Milton, Williams. Milton Williams should probably, almost certainly be, uh, yeah. on the list and then if you have room uh try to throw in minors i doubt he's going to get a lot of votes but i mean here let, let, let's go since sam's probably having a conniption uh amon ross st brown uh is the top rated uh wide receiver still on the board tylen wallace can get some run in there too oh yeah tylen Wall. they moved him up wow he was in the 90s yesterday he's up at 76 now yeah, that's probably the end of that edge there for wide receivers okay so I have uh, Osai, Rousseau, Perkins, Milton Williams, uh, Miners, St. Brown, and Wallace. Cool? Okay. Yep. If you have voted already, you don't get counted. Just a reminder. <laughs> All right. We're going to show it. We're going to count down, clock it. And I'm not even <clears throat> looking at the comments until right now. Go. I think seconds. it's a side. I do too. Probably pretty wide margin, in my opinion. Um, there were a lot of other Milton Williams votes, but it looks like a side is the pick here. So go ahead and make him. Yeah, there we go. All right. So you're voting uh, so far. You've got JOK, Asante Samuel, and Joseph Asai. All three absolutely good and justifiable picks. And um, 
Both of those guys were gone by pick 59 in the 32 user mock. So they're guys right. that are going to be interesting early players in the second round. We're going to come back over to my side. I had a trade offer for you and I to consider 91 and 169 for 78 and 119. So, wait. Wait, that can't be why right. Would they, why would they offer that trade? What? Uh, that can't be I, right. Am I, am I, am I something? There's something else. What? What is the third line in ours? What? What is that? Uh, a fifth too. It says. Well, we don't have a one, fifth. Oh, one thirty two is included. My bad. My bad. My bad. Oh, okay. so we give so up one thirty two, one sixty nine. We get back one nineteen. I'm into it. But let me see who's on the board. Yeah, that would leave us with what? Two more picks after this. Mm -hmm. All right, so similar wide receivers were still on the board. Let's see who's no there. Williams. There's some guys we like late that would be fun targets. Anthony Schwartz, Amir Smith-Marset. Uh, I, I don't get the Frank Darby love. Don't really understand that. Um, we have a reminder we have picked on the Steve and Jake draft. have picked JOK, Peyton Turner, and Melifonwu. Um Let's go back to the wide perspective here and look at, I mean, Milton Williams is still there. How do you, at this point, how would you pass on Milton Williams? I don't know. I, I don't know. If we're moving up, I think it's got to be. There's some other guys I like. I like St. Brown more than a lot of people. Uh, Wallace is, is interesting. Um, I think if you scroll down a little bit further, I think Adebo is still there. You could double up on corners or, or unless I missed look, it. I don't know if they're interested but, in, if you're looking like a development player, I know maybe you're talking about tools. Spencer Brown is like mega tools, man. If you're mm -hmm. looking at like they're trying to draft a lineman at some point and that lineman then can maybe take over for Jack Conklin, like Spencer Brown is tools galore, freak athlete for the position. So just another name to draw your attention to. Adebo is still there. The, the, here's what's interesting. See, a lot of people talk about this. They always say, they always say, you know, you gotta, you gotta get all these different positions, but you also Man. they won't make nine picks. Well, then right. you're gonna leave this draft without one position you would like to add a player to. Right. Whether that's wide receiver, or that's a, uh, like a second corner, or uh, uh, an interior player, something linebacker. You're not gonna be able to get them all. So, I mean, if 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 this board presented itself, and and they wanted to move up for a player. Milton Williams screams this front office, mm -hmm. even with Peyton Turner, because what you guys have to think about is this. They're, they they talk about the long game, and here's your long game. After 2021, you're then looking at your three found, founding players on your, offense, your defensive line. Milton Williams is your interior guy. He would be the only guy under contract with Jordan Elliott, and that's how you replace guys like Peyton Turner, yeah. Uh, that's how you replace guys like, you know, along the interior, they're going to be Clowning maybe and gone. Malik Clowning Jackson and, and, and Malik Tack. Jackson and, and Andrew Billings is going to be gone. Too. They're Billings. all under one year right. deals. So then in 2023, too, sorry, 2022, you're looking at Miles, Peyton Turner, Milton Williams, Jordan Elliott, and whatever else they want to add. That's a good front. That's a good front. Then yeah. your corners. And maybe, maybe they bring what? back one of those guys, you know? Yeah. Maybe they, yeah, you sure. know, Clowney goes out, has a bit huge year. They give him the contract he's, he's wanted or something close to, or tack, you know, one or yeah. the other, something like that. The other thing we need to consider here, too, is corner 
is one of the few places of our need where there are still options outside of the draft. And they yes. may have stuff in place contingent on what does or doesn't happen. Gary and Conley's still out there. Stephen Nelson's Steven still Nelson. out there. The two guys in New England that the trade rumors just won't go away. You know, maybe that's a draft weekend move. Yeah. Andrew knows more than we do. So if they, for whatever reason, don't find the value at corner, then they could turn around. They'll pay a higher price for it because he'll, you know, uh, Stephen Nelson would know that he has more leverage, but they could go out and sign a Stephen Nelson. I mean, it's not the end of the world. So, uh, yeah, but I'm, here's I'm something else I will say to you. I will say, I will say this. If they stick their picks and kind of play it out, if there's another trade that was floated out there about David Njoku again, and mm -hmm. it is it is always floating, and if they decided on draft day, we would love to uh, maybe move up for a player, something we would like to use pick 91 as ammunition to move up. They can recoup a third-round pick and maybe a third-round pick in the future for David, and then this guy Hunter Long, who I love, mm -hmm. is like in this area of pickable player as a replacement player uh, for for David, so and you know I like this isn't a David Njoku argument session. This is like he's got a year left on his contract, and there's been no discussions of a future deal. So that's the fact of the matter. So the, and then you know Austin Hooper's deal can be maneuvered after this year too. So um, I just I, I just want I guess I want to get on public record that I love. Uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's um, you know, and I'm with you. I don't want Nate David Njoku traded. I want him here because I think he's starting to find his stride, and I think he's going to be a big piece for a long time. But the fact that it won't go away, and he is whether you like it or not, a valuable trade chip in this kind of scenario. It, you got to consider it. You got to take emotion out of these kinds of things. But I'm with you after all the discussion. If they're going to make this kind of move, I don't see how it's not Milton Williams with this board. Yeah, and I and and you know it. I'm not saying this to you. I'm saying this to everybody else. I fully expect Milton Williams to be a top 50 pick at this point. The way it's trending, I think he's going to be a top 50 pick. You There's could. been people talking about being an end of the first round guy. The numbers and the testing are are the closest comparison to Aaron Donald we've seen at the position. He's not Aaron Donald. I'm not saying that he would be a top 10 pick if he was. But what I'm saying is the numbers about what he can become because of the numbers, the ceiling is what people love and right. he if he's here and we can trade for him i think you just you just have to do it so we lose picks 132 and 169 but we recoup pick 119 in the middle of those two so see if you can switch 169 for 211 just see okay. still does it looks like then, we'll we, still, then we still have a fifth we then we still have a little bit of you know room in case somebody falls to us look at us wheeling and dealing all right so we are going to take milton williams and our picks on the side of steve and jake jok at pick 29 we moved down a little bit um with the packers pick 44 we moved up to take peyton turner pick 62 was a pick we recouped from the jok trade we took uh Melifonwu, the syracuse corner and pick 78 we jumped up from 91 uh, as you know, we let go pick 89 to move up to 62, or sorry, move up to 44. Uh, we, I don't know, there's a lot of moving parts here. I'm probably butchering it. But anyway, we moved up from 91 to 78 to take Milton Williams. So too much movement. Uh, I am not going to listen to your trade offer. I'm not going to move up. Uh, we'll let it run to our pick at 119, and then we'll go back to the fan side and let them pick. Let's do that. You have a trade offer up on the board. 
so many trade offers. I do. This is a move down trade offer, and I highly doubt that anyone will want it, but I'm going to leave it there just for now. Uh, the Panthers want to come up from 110. They want to give us a sixth uh, for 91. I will do counter offer just to leave the option open in case so we can go look at who's there. Uh, all right. See, yeah, there's the, right right off the bat. I see you know, like three guys that I wouldn't want to trade out of. Um, if I was going to drop personally, if I'm going to drop from 91 to 110, rather than get a six this year, I would be asking them for something next year. I'd be asking for next year's fourth or next year, you know, if they have an extra fifth, something like that. Um, and even then, I probably wouldn't do it because. Uh, Togi is there. That's great value. Tylen Wallace is there. That's great value. Uh, Divine Diablo, uh, who I would love, but since we took JOK, they kind of do very similar things. Same with Nazraldine. Um, Tufele, I think, is being slept on. I think he's the interior yeah. defensive lineman in this class that's being slept on, much like Joe Tryon on the edge. Many, many things were expected for Tufele. A lot of people last summer were talking about him as day one guy with Barmore. Uh, and then he opted out. So there's, again, a lot of projection involved with him. But at this range, might make some sense. Um, so, yeah, I don't think we're going to trade down. I think, uh, and there's, this is the anomaly of the draft network board. Um, oh, Alan McNeil here is 50 to 60 slots lower than most of the other boards. Um, yeah. I used to feel kind of dirty taking him at this spot. Now I don't care, um, <laughs> especially since uh, Lane uh, let us all know that they have, that they're interested in Aline McNeil. So um, I would say let's just go ahead and vote. All um, right. Who do you I want would, me to put on their ticker? I would put Togiai, Wallace. Okay. So we'll uh, see less consensus here. Not the safeties because we've already got JOK. I would put Tufele, uh, Alan McNeil. And then another wild card, uh, Andre Cisco. I love Trill Williams, but uh, Cisco at uh, safety there, if his knee is okay, that would be my anything lower than that. I think we're starting to get out of value. So th those would be the guys I would think uh, should be on uh, on the voting list here. Okay. Save it. We're going to put it up here. I'm going to let it run on the bottom to show you guys. I gave positions because we're getting to the point where some people might not know just by name off of what position these guys play. Tommy Togiai, Tylen Wallace, the wide receiver, another defensive tackle, Jay Tufele, uh, defensive tackle, Alan McNeil, and free safety, Andre Sisko are your choices. We are going to give a countdown clock. Where is it? Can't find it. There it is. See you in a second. Enjoy the music. It looks pretty like close Wallace and cool. McNeil, I think. Yeah, I think I think those are the two. So you count Wallace's, I'll count McNeil's. All right. All right.
So I have 16 McNeils. I got 13 Wallaces. Wow, that was close. All right. That was so close. Going to be Ellie McNeil. All right. All right. Let's jump back over to this board while that one runs. We are up at pick 119 now. Uh, McNeil is still there, but we would have sufficiently felt uh, we have filled that position. Um, you, you know, I, I want to get this on record too, Steve. Adeo, um, his last name is tough. Is it Odiingbo? Odiabo? Odiingbo, yes. Odiingbo. In this if range, are, man. Interesting. Well, yeah, yeah. He's a good player. And really people good. are talking about him because he had that Achilles injury. And if they're playing the long game, and in this situation, maybe they have not taken an edge. Maybe they took a wide receiver in round two. Maybe they took um, a couple corners or a corner free safety. Where this is interesting, I think that it's not it, – you're going to agree with me because I think this is very common sense. If they're looking at a position that they can really be patient with, above all else, edge is the spot because I think they're fine at edge. Mm -hmm. I, I I think as a fourth defensive end, um, uh, Porter Gustin is more than fine. Like I just think he's fine. You know, So they could be carefully patient with somebody like Deo at this spot where they're like, okay, we can get him – get his you know his body might be ready by the end of the year but not even rush it and curtis weaver i keep forgetting to mention curtis weaver will have mm -hmm. every chance to make the roster um edge if they don't want to push it for a player it does make sense to take someone like dale so if they do this i will refer you to the one hour and three minute time stamp of me saying that they could do that because i just do <laughs> i think like i think wide receiver they can be patient with because it's a position that they feel pretty good about going into this year in terms of their frontline guys, immediate returning guys, even if it's just as they're being patient with Odell, if it's just uh, Richard Higgins and Jarvis Landry and, and Donovan Peoples-Jones and and uh, Kadero Hodge, that's four guys who showed last year they can at least be good enough at the position. They want to be better. You think Odell makes you better. He's coming back. We'll see how quickly he's back to being the Odell we know. We'll see. Uh, they could take a wide receiver, though, early. So in this scenario – um, of, of the situation where I'm talking about players that would not be needed early, um, I definitely think that, that Dale could be in place. I want to get that out there. We won't take him here because yeah. we've sufficiently filled the role, but, um, you know, guys that interest me here, Kendrick Green interests me a hell of a lot. Oh, boy. Um, um, Hafanga interests me a ton. Um, let me see here. We are, and I'm reminding you on our side, we do not have pick 132. We traded that to Minnesota. We are not up again until pick 169, right? Yep. 169 will be our next pick after 119. So as far as getting players, I mean, the wide receiver market is something we're interested in. The guy that I keep coming back to is Anthony Schwartz. I just feel like from a guy that could do something fun to get on the field for this group, and has a moldable trait base, he's fun. He's the guy who, if it's pick 119, I would be okay with because you try to find guys after pick 100 who have one defined trait. 425 is a defined effing trait, mm -hmm. and it's usable. It's immediately usable. So uh, this is a range that I would be more than fine with Anthony Schwartz. I know da people like Daz Newsom, especially when they would watch Diami Brown. 
Josh Palmer has got some interesting buzz lately Very because of his terrible quarterback play at Tennessee. Another guy who dealt with some terrible quarterback play for some time is Amir Smith-Marset. I know you who you have been on is a dual guy who can do some things in the return game. We know Josh Amaterbebe has jumped through the ceiling. Uh, Simi Fajoko is great athlete, great athlete. Uh, in Stanford, um, and and there's some others that are fun. You know, Demetrius Felton's a little fun. Jalen Darden's a guy they've done all work on. Mm-hmm. I've had Both meetings with Jalen Darden, the North Texas Felton product. Too, yeah. Yep. So they're interested in some of these late guys. Um, I don't know. I think when I look at this spot, and I, I talk about, I like Nick Harris, but when I wrote up his his summary after they picked him, it was just like, how does the size work? He can only really play center. And in my opinion, the center stuff is like, it's a thing. You know, they need they need to look at J.C. Church placement. But Wyatt Teller, do they do they want to bring back Wyatt Teller? Do they Can they afford it? Do they want to dump money to a guard? And then it's Joel's getting older too. So I would love to have a guard. I know Drew Forbes is in the mix, but I don't know. I don't know. I just, I really like. I really like Kendrick Green at this spot. I mean, we can look at corner two. Um, Sean Wade is interesting. He's gotten slept on Very to the point that he's so underrated. He's so hated on that he's underrated. He's he's better than what some people have, have thought of him. Ambry Thomas, we talked about the Michigan kid, mm-hmm. is a fascinating player. He sat out last year. Thomas Marco Graham, Wilson, way yeah, down there, is yep. um, PFF loves him. He's way higher on PFF's boards mm-hmm. than all the general boards, and we know that they weigh that heavily. So I wouldn't rule him out completely. He's got some fun tape too. So he does he set out last year, right? Or am I losing my mind? No, I don't think. I think it was Lenoir. Or yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, one of them did. One of them I can't remember off the top of my head now. Uh, but yeah, I uh, none of those guys excite me as much as Kendrick Green, especially now that we know that they're doing some serious work on interior offensive line. And you watch Kendrick Green for three minutes. I mean. Even if you're not great at looking at, you know, offensive line play, and there's very few people out there that are, I, I just I don't know how you look at Kendrick Green for more than a minute and a half and not want that guy on your football team, especially post pick 100. I, I, I don't think he's going to make it this far, to be honest. Uh, so that would be tremendous, tremendous value right there. Good zone scheme player too. Perfect. Yeah. All right, we'll take him. I'm fine with it. We'll come back. I think there's some fun secondary players to look at still. Wide receiver play. Uh, where is he? There he is. Bottom of the screen, yeah. There he is. Okay, so picks on the Jake and Steve draft. Uh, JOK at 29, 44, Peyton Turner, 62, Melifonwu, 78, Milton Williams, 119, Kendrick Green. We do need a wide receiver. We are aware. We don't need a wide receiver, but we'll look at one. We'll look at one. Um, Let's go back to the fan side. So far, fan side, JOK at pick 26. 20, sorry, 39, move up for Asante Samuel Jr. 65, another move up, Joseph Osai and uh, Aleem McNeil, pick 91. So we are up again at pick 169. 169, and I'm pretty sure I know where everybody's going to want to go here because uh, we have not drafted a wide receiver here. And two of the guys we just talked about, Anthony Schwartz and Josh Palmer, who personally I don't think will we'll see pick 169, but they're here right now. Those Definitely put those two guys on the voting list. Um, let's see who else is out there. Where, where else could they go? Could get another corner. Could well, yeah, could go with a safety. 
Oh, I don't. Well, there's Derek Forrest, who they've met with and is much better than a lot of people believe. Jalen Darden is there. Ooh, Zach Davidson right. makes the top 200. Interesting. Oh, that is um, interesting. Now, yeah, that would be, I mean, maybe throw Kate. Caden Stern's got some up and a lot of up and down tape, but boy, is he athletic. He's got a great profile. He might, Caden Stern's might be a guy, it only takes one coaching staff that'll look at him at, at his tape and go, wow, we can fix him, you know, whatever it happens mm -hmm. to be. Bryce Thompson, I think, too, another up and down guy, but that Tennessee situation, much, much like Florida State, it just was not conducive to anybody really looking great. Um, so maybe. Bryce Thompson in this range, although I haven't heard his name uh, connected to him. But, yeah, I would say Schwartz, Palmer. Um, who else did I say to throw in there? I don't even remember. Derek Forrest, Jalen Darden. I think it's going to end up being okay. uh, being a wide receiver here. Schwartz, Darden. Who else did we say? Caden Stearns. Yeah, why not put him in there? Anybody else we want to put on here? Um, there was, but I can't remember who it was. Derek Forrest. Yeah, I was Jalen Darden. Jalen Darden is still there too. Uh, and uh, anything beyond that, now you're. Yeah, I think you're looking at you're out of the range for this pick. If you assume this is your board, uh, we should put Chauncey Goldston on there. Or they haven't. We haven't had yeah. Never mind. Let's just save those four. Um. Okay. So we'll run this. Show it. On the screen here, so you can get Schwartz, which I might have spelled Schwartz last name right. I got it right. The power of the Schwartz. Okay. The Schwartz. Anybody? Uh, Josh Palmer, Schwartz. I wanted to put in there too. Yeah, no, I got it. Yeah, no, the Schwartz. May right. the Schwartz be with you. Trust okay, me. Okay, thank I'm, you. I'm all I, about space I, needed you to, references, I need you to recognize. <laughs> all right, so let's run it. Uh, the countdown clock. And if you've already voted, uh, I hate you with all of my might. Just kidding. I love you all for watching. 30 seconds! It's a Schwartz Darden battle. Yeah, it is. Um, and one vote right. for John Candy. So I appreciate oh, that, whoever that was. It went past. I forget who it was. Me all too. Right, you I'm, on, take... I'm on Darden. You're on Schwartz. Okay. How many shorts do you have? 19. I have 21 on Oof. Darden. Oof. Boy, that was close. Yeah, that was close. Darden it is. All right. So Jalen Darden it is. Uh, where did he go? Yeah, let's just do this. and make it easy on ourselves. There he is. All right. Again, this isn't an exact science. We're just flying through counting. Um don't don't get mad. That's not cool. We don't like that. It's not I acceptable. think. Let me check here. It's not. I would not be happy with you. We only have one pick left on this side too. All it's okay. left is two eleven. So on our side, we're up at one sixty nine. I am going to vote for Schwartz. 
at this spot. Um, I think I mean, he might be gone. Or is he gone? Is he gone? Is he gone? We took him. You're cursed, man. The yep, right before us. <laughs> I hate I hate this stuff so much. Why do we do it? Why do we do this? Why do we do it? I don't know. Well, anyway, Josh, uh, okay. Josh Palmer would be my vote then at this point. Yeah. At that point, I probably would take Palmer too. It's so weird. They skipped. They skipped some some people. Yeah, whatever. It's like this thing was listening to me. All right, we'll take him. We'll take Josh Palmer. Or, uh, yeah, we'll take Josh Palmer. Fine. We're, at, we're almost going to be at two hours. I can't believe 150 of you are still here. You guys are savages. Um. Well, something weird happened over here. Uh, sometimes the TDN machine does this. I'm not sure why, but it sped right through our pick at 211, and it gave us Carson Green tackle from Texas A&M. Um, it's not perfect, but here's what I'll do. We'll just go ahead and... I hate doing it with the Steelers, but we'll give them something from the future just so we can have one more pick. It's not going to be the same as 211 because it's 30-something picks lower. All right, we'll give them there. How about that? Just so we can have another pick for you guys to vote on. Are you kidding me? They won't take a future first for pick 245? Well, then screw you. We'll just ignore pick 211. That's okay. Don't sweat. There. Did you get it? Try one more time. We'll go with the Jags. Maybe it was just the Steelers that would be in jack wagons. I don't even know if I have any more picks on this side. Do we move off all of our picks over here? We don't have 211. Do we have like two, the 257 pick? There. Okay. All right, so we got 249. Uh, sorry about that. I don't know what happened, guys. I was just going to let it go to 211, and I came back, and it was already gone. So It's the worst. Um, you know, some guys we could have taken that were still there. Uh, Kunsi, uh, Hawaii Mike will be mad that he's gone. Um, some other guys, Grant Stewart is an interesting late guy. Uh, Uphoff's interesting outside the uh, <laughs> age guard rail. That's Forrest good. Merrill, same thing. Uh, Quentin Morris. Interesting. So, um, uh, two forty nine. Who do we got? Wild Goose has got some interesting tape. Um, Tamori and Terry is still there, but we've got a wide receiver. Wide receiver. Wide receiver. Yeah. See, I just I don't see anybody that really floats my boat. Um, okay, let's do this. I'll give you four random names here at the end. Uh, we'll go Wild Goose. Let's see what else could we use. Um, it's, just, it's just simulating over here, trying to get to our next pick. I should go to your board. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I, I think this is going to be easy. Put up Darren Hall from San Diego State, who's listed as a safety from on this board. Um, Elijah Mitchell, running back, Louisiana. And I don't like any of those guys. Um Jeez, it's so hard at this spot to find somebody that you really tough like. Borland. We could put Tough Borland up. What is he, 36 <laughs> years old? Um, <laughs> Poor guy. Oh, uh, there. For for uh, uh, for Jeff, we'll put Chris Rumpf up, another edge. He's sort of a hybrid guy. So those are the choices. Sorry it's not better at 249. Sorry, I don't know what happened at 211. Um, 
And yeah, for Josh saying uh, they probably would try to trade it away, but this 211, they might be able to get somebody to give them like a next year's sixth or something like that. This close to the end of the draft, I, I don't know that there's anybody left that, that would give us even next year's seventh uh, for something like this. I don't think your phone's going to ring. So there you go. Uh, not the, and I think we're pretty sure we know which way it's going to go. But uh, there's your, uh, your three uh, guys to vote on at 249. Okay. So 30 seconds, and we'll see what happens. If I can find it. Why am I struggling with this guy? It's Darren Hall to run away, I okay. think. Yeah. All right, go ahead, go ahead and pick Darren Hall, and then we will um, look at uh, our side now since that one's done. And we have, uh some reason, Jalen Darden still on the board at pick 256. Doesn't make much sense at all. Uh, he will not be there. And other names of note, Chris Rumpf is still here. We'll look and see if there's any safeties of interest. Probably not. Darren Hall's on our side. I mean, I would probably just take Darren Hall here too. Yeah, and, I, I'm not sure why they haven't listed as a safety, but you know, I mean, I guess he can he can drop back there and do stuff for you. But he played corner for the Aztecs, so yeah, who's good at it too, man. All right, so our side we have, and I will post these on Twitter tonight. JOK, 29, 44, Peyton Turner, 62, Melifanu, 78, Milton Williams, 119, Kendrick Green, 169, Josh Palmer, 256, Darren Hall. And on Steve's side, for the fan selections, read them off to us, brother. We've got uh, JOK, Asante Samuel Jr., Joseph Osai, Aleem McNeil, Jalen Darden, uh, the wacky Carson Green pick, you can count that or not, and then uh, Darren Hall, who would actually be our 211 pick. All right. I like it. These were fun. I hope you guys had fun. Uh, a lot of fun fan input on this thing. And yeah, Thanks um, for following listen, along, guys. That was good. A, a minimum of 150 people in here the whole time. A lot, of, a lot of great support. A reminder again, and we will post those two mocks on Twitter just after this. A couple fun days coming up. We actually made it, Steve. We made it to the draft. It will be tomorrow. Steve and I will put our uh, top 50 Browns targets up, the article tomorrow. It will be up in the morning. You can look at it. Uh, we, I feel like him and I have been doing this for a long time now, and he's been doing it way longer than I have for this year. So I hope, you have, uh, I hope you've liked our work. And with that work comes the fun time of hanging out with us and some drinks and beverages and watching the draft tomorrow. So, Come hang out with us. Watch some football. We appreciate you guys. Steve, I appreciate you, man. Thanks for doing this. Thanks. Uh, thanks for having me. Thanks, everybody, for coming. It's it's so fun to see all the interest and everybody. Browns fans are so great. And you guys have been the interaction, even when we you know quibble with each other over stuff. It's, it's interesting because Browns fans are so passionate and it's so much fun. And the way you guys have treated me since the OBR brought me on uh, as fans and readers has been 
I'm, I'm overwhelmed. It's been fantastic. I'm, I'm sincerely, sincerely grateful. And I can't wait. And like Jake said a couple of times, it's not, it's not going to be a big formal, you know, technical thing. It's going to be like hanging out with us in our living room, drinking a few beers, watching the draft. That That's what we're going for. It's going to be a good time, man. We're going to yell and scream just like you guys because we're just fans too. So yeah, uh, I can't wait. Fun. It's going to be a blast. It'll be a blast, guys. We'll catch you tomorrow and, uh, and, and, and hit us up in the morning and the day. And we'll talk draft all day on Twitter. And, and we'll be here to hang out live stream and chat with you guys during the thing. So until 730 tomorrow, go Browns. Thanks for joining us. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.